the train accident will have some impact on the voting behavior of the young because uh, it, it, it served like political socialization experience for many young people. They understood that politics uh, are important uh, for their lives. Welcome to Reactive's Beyond the Byline podcast. I am Evikiori, and in this episode, we take a look at the upcoming parliamentary elections in Greece, which parties and candidates are in the running, who is ahead in the polls, what can we expect, and will Greece have a coalition government this time around? Greece is set to hold parliamentary elections on 21st of May, and experts believe that it's unlikely for any single party to win outright in the initial round. There are approximately 9.8 million registered voters, including 440,000 young individuals aged 17 to 21 who are eligible to vote for the very first time and are expected to make a difference. Their decision at the ballot box is particularly important because this is the first Greek election to employ proportional representation. The electoral system we had uh, for the past uh, elections, the past uh, seven or eight elections, Uh, was a plurality, uh, it was a, an electoral system that had uh, plurality tendencies. Explains Yanis Tsirbas, professor of political sciences at Kapodistriakou University of Athens. It gave uh, a huge uh, seat bonus to the first party. 50 seats were allocated to the first party just because it, it became first. The compensatory seat system, where the winning party would receive a 50-seat uh, bonus. Stella Lavi is professor of public policy at Panjian University of Athens and the Queen Mary University of London. Uh, meaning it would be much easier for the first party to, to, to have enough seats uh, to formulate a government. So this uh, new simple proportional representation system uh, was brought in uh, by the previous government and it was legislated, uh, so it was during the Caesar government that was brought in and it was uh, uh, legislated uh, and, and, and is starting being implemented uh, this time around. So it's a little bit more difficult to have a result and a little bit more difficult to have a, a government in reality. This time around, voters will choose 300 members of parliament using the new proportional representation system. Out of these, 280 seats will be allocated proportionally based on the votes received by each party, while the party with the highest number of votes will be awarded 20 seats. To enter parliament and serve a four-year term, parties must obtain at least 3% of the total votes cast. And to secure an outright victory, the leading candidate will need around 46% of the vote. However, this is a percentage that will be very difficult to achieve, meaning that for the first time in its political history, Greece is promoting a system that encourages the formation of a coalition government. And although the system promotes a coalition government, the three main parties have already stated that they do not intend to form a coalition with each other, or at least this is the intention during the first round of elections. So in this case, a new round of elections will be held in early July. We've seen many more, much more uh, difficult elections and in, in much harder times for Greece. Uh, as you remember, during the Eurozone crisis, we had very, very significant elections. Uh, of course, this does not mean that uh, this election is not important. 
this wouldn't be like possible uh, in this in this era of uh, poly crisis that we are in all elections are important and because of the complexity of the problems of the constant different challenges and the need for for stability and good management and multitasking skills apart from anything else from government. The main contenders vying for seats in the 300-member Greek parliament are conservative center-right New Democracy Party, led by the current Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis, the Syriza Party with Alexis Tsipras positioned on the center-left, the Panhellenic Socialist Movement Pasokinal with Nikos Androulakis and the Communist Party. For the first time, Greeks living abroad will also be able to vote on May 20th without having to return to Greece to do so. Analysts are describing this pre-electoral period as one of the quietest they have witnessed in the history of elections and the focus of each candidate party to be very predictable and outdated. So in reality, I think all parties are uh, quite blunt in their discourse and quite inward looking. Uh, I would even say that uh, the the campaigns are a bit old fashioned. Uh, I think this is because uh, all parties are afraid of the difficult questions that are related to to global challenges and global problems uh, from uh, uh, the new migration uh, waves that we are expecting to how artificial intelligence is going to change uh, the working environment and the global economy. Uh, Because exactly these big questions are very difficult and very uh, very challenging to 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 answer and to to propose uh, solutions. So a lot of the discussion is about the domestic politics, important issues such as uh, the educational system, the health system, but avoiding to really go to the more challenging uh, global uh, questions. I would say. During its electoral campaign, New Democracy made several promises, including building upon the tax cuts implemented in the first uh, term, achieving an annual growth rate of 3%, attracting more foreign direct investments, and reducing unemployment to below 8%. The left-wing party Syriza aims to increase wages and pensions, impose limits on profit margins in the energy sector, reduce weekly working hours, safeguard minority rights and abolish Greece's bank rescue fund. Pasokinal, the third largest political force in Greece, advocates for a shift towards green energy sources, a stronger national healthcare system, higher wages in the public sector and improved transparency and meritocracy within the government. Greeks will vote under the shadows of the fatal train crash and the surveillance scandal. Some people in Greece hold Prime Minister Mitsotakis responsible for the country's worst rail tragedy, which claimed the lives of at least 57 individuals. As a result, many experts anticipate a decline in support for his party in the polls. Although Greeks made it clear during the mass protests that followed the train crash that public anger was directed not only at the current government but also at Greece's entire political system, on May 16th, just days before the election, relatives of the victims filed a lawsuit against 17 individuals. The lawsuit includes the Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis, former and current Transport Ministers Kostas Karamalis and Yorgos Gerapetritis, the former and current Presidents and Directors of the Greek Railway Organization, OSE, and the Hellenic Train Company. But will the fatal train crash and the Greek Watergate really impact how Greeks will vote. The train accident uh, will have some impact on the uh, voting behavior of the young uh, because uh, it, it, it served like a, 
political socialization uh, experience for many young people. They understood that politics uh, are important uh, for their lives. Uh, but uh, I, I don't see that it will have a, a major impact. The same goes for the Greek Watergate uh, scandal. Uh, I believe that this affects more uh, some uh, people who, who have uh, a great deal of political interest and uh, they have some uh, you know, sensitivities about how democracy works. But this is not a widespread uh, sentiment. I think the rail accident uh, is very likely to affect the vote of the young people uh, uh, or even uh, um, we may see we may see them abstaining from the elections, not all of them, but a big proportion. Uh, since uh, this was an accident that really affected uh, quite a lot of students and, and people that were using this this uh, uh, rail line, uh, not that this is not an important issue for the rest of the society, uh, but I think it is quite clear that uh, the situation of the rail system in Greece is uh, it has been bad for many, many years. And all parties that are competing for this election, all key parties that are competing for these elections, uh, now the tapping of the leader of PASOK may affect some of the centrist voters that are more uh, interested on this issue. Uh, but uh, all the polls, uh, when, when, when citizens are asked how important they see that, they don't rate it very highly. You're listening to Euractiv's Beyond the Byline podcast. Subscribe to our podcast newsletter on euractiv.com slash newsletters. And if you want to expand your knowledge in other fields, you can listen to our tech, agri-food and health podcast. And if you have any comments or ideas, you can drop a line at podcast at euractiv.com. And New Democracy is currently in the lead, according to the polls, with a 6% advantage over Syriza that comes second. Paso Kinal is currently in the third place. Syriza's leader, Alexis Tsipras, encouraged voters to not rely solely on the polls. His party had requested greater transparency from pollsters, specifically asking them to publish the primary data of their surveys. However, both New Democracy and the Association of Polling Companies rejected this request. So who will be running faster towards the 46% votes threshold? The polls uh, show this uh, the Conservative being ahead for something like 6%, but this does not mean much. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, we, we, we could always have surprises uh, uh, because of people abstaining or people uh, wanting to uh, support smaller parties since we have this proportional representation system. So there may be... Uh, there may be ideas or hope that there can be uh, a coalition government with smaller parties in there. So we may we may see uh, a different uh, outcome. I think what we what we already know, and it seems to be very very a very likely scenario, is that we won't have a government uh, formed immediately. Uh, there is also uh, another uh, discourse that says that the opposition voters uh, do not disclose as much uh, their voting intention. Uh, if you add to that the fact that the, this is a very silent uh, campaign period, uh, I think I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't make some uh, exact predictions. 
Οι εξηγήσει που δόθηκαν για αυτέ τι παρακολουθήσει, κύριε Τζίμα, δεν ήταν επαρκεί. Ο κύριο Ανδρουλάκη δεν αποτελεί κανέναν απολύτω κίνδυνο για την εθνική ασφάλεια. Prime Minister Mitsotakis admitted in a televised debate that took place on the 10th of May that there was no reason for the leader of Kinal, Mr. Andrulakis, to be under surveillance by the national services. Mentioning that Mr. Andrulakis isn't a threat for the country, however, he failed to provide a clear answer on why he was under surveillance. So, is there a possibility for these two parties to collaborate in case the New Democracy Party doesn't secure the first place? There is this possibility after the second election. If if there is a second election, uh, I believe that Pasok uh, Kinal and Mr. Andrulakis. Uh, will have a great responsibility uh, upon him to uh, collaborate with New Democracy, if New Democracy is the first party. And uh, I think they will uh, form a government together after the second election in this scenario, uh, even perhaps with a different prime minister, not uh, Mr. Mitsotakis as prime minister, I don't know. But uh, I, don't, I believe that they will find a way to uh, collaborate if, if this is necessary. On the other hand, Professor Ladi is not that optimistic when it comes to this coalition because, as she explained, there are more things dividing the two parties than bringing them together. I think it's very unlikely, and this is, um, I don't think it's so much about um, uh, this uh, surveillance uh, uh, issue. I think it's because the two uh, leaders, the, the Mitsotakis and Andrulakis, don't have much, much in common at all. And actually, what uh, uh, Pasok is asking in order to get into a government, it's quite unrealistic. So in reality, uh, I don't think uh, there is uh, much of a chemistry there to, to even start discussing uh, about the coalition government. Even more importantly, I don't think the current timing will put any pressure upon the two Uh, leaders to 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 form uh, to formulate a coalition government. We are not where we were in 2012, when uh, uh, it was absolutely necessary to have a government straight away in order to avoid the country's default. So I think they will both prefer to go for a second round and see if they can get a better uh, result. Now, the case of the wiretapping scandal has raised many questions in the European Commission, which has expressed concerns about the rule of law in Greece. So could the outcome of the election have an impact on the relations between Athens and Brussels? Uh, the European Commission and the European Union and Brussels is not a homogenous uh, institution. The Greek government hasn't paid much attention to the impact that this scandal has uh, on the European level. And I believe, uh, whichever the outcome is after the election, that the Greek government should pay more attention to uh, this issue at the European level and and try to improve uh, the image of Greece uh, uh, towards uh, the European Commission because uh, this scandal has uh, done a lot of damage to the image of Greece. We've seen... uh, mm periods uh, that there was much more tension and this was again during the Eurozone crisis. Uh, the, the rule of law discussion uh, and even even, even uh, the, the concerns expressed by the Commission or the Parliament uh, are not really great. Of course, there is a lot of improvement that we could have in the, in the legislation, in uh, the modernization of secret services and, and uh, the scrutiny of their actions. 
uh, or the, the, the speeding up the court decisions. Uh, but this is already there in place in the in all parties uh, and in the governing parties' agenda. Some of it has already started being implemented. Some some other stuff is uh, going to be funded by the Recovery and Resilience Facility. So don't think there is an issue there. Where there could be an issue, but I think it's very unlikely again, is if we had a coalition government between Syriza and Varoufakis or other radical left parties, and we had this... Uh, uh, Dimitra plan that Varoufakis proposed uh, coming into play, where Greece's position uh, in the Eurozone would get challenged. Dimitra is Yanis Varoufakis' radical new proposal for the Greek economy. Dimitra would allow Greeks to make payments outside the banking system without being charged hefty fees. Varoufakis insists that Dimitra is not an alternative currency, but rather an alternative platform for transactions. The reason for creating such a mechanism would not only be to avoid bank fees, but also to have another tool available should capital controls ever be reintroduced. But I think this is a very unlikely scenario because I don't think uh, there is any agreement between uh, Syriza and Varoufakis to, to, to try to, to have a, a coalition government together. So... Um, my take is that uh, there won't be any major issues between the EU and, and, and Athens, uh, between Brussels and Athens after the elections. And, and uh, even if we go for a second round, there will be a government that will be cooperating as it has been uh, for, the, for the last few years. I am Evi Chiori and this was your Actives Beyond the Byline podcast. Visit your Active for the latest news and if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you can do so on your favorite podcasting app. Thank you for listening and until next week.